it, it's kind of late. Um, I am. I'm actually. I'm wondering whether even to do this at all. But uh, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Uh, I'm just going to look at the first few verses of Second Corinthians chapter ten. That's our reading for today. So welcome to the daily Bible reading show, and let's look at this passage together. Okay. So verse one. By the meekness and gentleness of Christ, isn't that amazing? You know, speaking almost on behalf of Christ's patience and gentleness, and saying, "I want to embody that, and I want to speak that way to you with gentleness and meekness that Christ has for us." So, by this meekness and gentleness, I appeal to you, I, Paul, who am timid when face to face to you. But bold went away, so he seems to have this split personality. When you meet him face to face, timid like a mouse. <laughs> But when you read him in his letters, when he's away, wow, this guy is so bold, so fiery, saying such strong words. And I think the reason why he says this is because they're criticizing him. You know, Paul, why do you have this? Split personality. Are you being inconsistent? You know, in the words, and Paul is saying, no, no, no. By the meekness and gentleness of Christ, you know, he's saying, every opportunity I get, I want to display His grace, His timidity, His gentleness in dealing with people who are taking that gentleness for granted. I think that's the context. Yeah. Uh, Where is it? Verse two. I beg you that when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect to be towards some people who think that we live by the standards of the world. There you go. You know, I hope you don't get to see the side of me. Uh, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. You know, war in the world is firepower. You know, planes and missiles and you know armies clashing against one another. The person with the most guns. Wins the war, but he says that 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 that's not our way of, you know, doing the spiritual battle in the gospel. Verse four: the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So divine power, God's power, is behind these weapons that we wield in the gospel. Verse five: we demolish, we smash. But arguments <laughs> and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So any kind of argument or th kind of thought that kind of like sets itself up as a rival God, maybe, or tries to fight against God's truth. I think talking about the Bible, he says, you know, God's word has the ability to smash it to pieces. And he says, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And, and for me, the key word there is every thought. You know, every bad thought, sinful thought. Yes, you want to submit that to Christ. But even every good thought, you know, you want to give thanks to God through that Christ. You want to see how it's a way for you to even give glory to God. And thoughts can be just, you know, I'm going to have lunch for today, you know, <laughs> or even your plans. You know, what are you going to be doing next in the next? Uh, five years, you know, taking it captive and making it all about Jesus. He is Lord over my mind. 
And I think I'll end with this last verse, verse 6. And we are ready to punish every act of disobedience once your, once your obedience sorry, is complete. <laughs> punish, you know, we are ready to punish. But he says, we are ready to punish once your obedience is complete. And I guess he's saying that, you know, the punishment that's secondary. He says, that will come. But he's again leaving room for you to come to that obedience yourselves. He wants them to come to that repentance, to the knowledge of God, to recognize the grace and the patience of God and respond to that before they have to come to the point they have to respond to the disobedience. Um, yeah, um, I find that very convicting. Um, I think there's almost an order to discipline in church. You know, sometimes we are quick to give punishment. You know, you're wrong. I'll show you you're wrong. You need to repent. I'll punish you. But here's Paul saying, you know, actually, actually, you know, wouldn't it be great if the person um, who was almost your discipline master, your pastor, your teacher, your parent, was the most patient person you know, the person whom you know that the first instinct they have is to be gentle with you to give you a chance to kind of like work it out for yourself, you know, what's going on here and maybe to find out how can I repent to God before, you know, you know saying the, that harsh word or taking that hard action. And, and I, I, I think that's a reflection of Christ by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. And um, it might seem so obvious to us that God is like this, but, but I, I, I bet you, not everyone knows this, that God is actually patient with us. That you can actually go to God with that thing you're so ashamed of and you don't want anyone to know. You can actually tell Him. And actually what, what you get is meekness and gentleness in Christ because He has taken all that harshness, all that punishment, all that judgment upon Himself on the cross. Um, that's true for us in coming to God. But I think here it should be true of us if we're coming to one another. You know, again, you know, Paul is saying, I am trying to embody this meekness. I'm trying to embody this grace. And you know, um, at least for me, I, I think I need to learn to do that more. Um, and you know, I think that just helps with repentance, helps with obedience, helps with just that kind of love that is just so real in this broken world. Uh, yeah, I'll pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much um, that you help us <laughs> with this struggle to be meek and to be gentle uh, with one another, especially when speaking the gospel and the situations that are, you know, they are broken. There is sin and there is, need, there is a need for repentance. But thank you that even in those situations, we can pour out grace, we can pour out forgiveness, we can call for them to respond to a gentle and a loving Savior. We thank you for that and we praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, thanks for listening. Take care. God bless. And uh, this is episode 300, by the way. So, yeah. Take care. Bye.